Hey Kay, thank you so much for joining us on Black Ink Cinema Podcast. It's absolutely amazing to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Especially the fact that you're like super busy and managed to stay busy in this insane time for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, things are opening up now, isn't it? So I, I saw oh if you were out during bank holiday weekend, you see people kissing strangers and stuff. So. It was it was a vibe. I saw vomit <laughs> on the streets again. I was like, nature is healing. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw more vomit marks than I was expecting to be fair. On the it, there was definitely something in the air. And I think... Uh, I think been... that was freedom. And <laughs> that was what was in the air, definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, so over this crazy period, did you do any like Zoom gigs or... I didn't do any Zoom gigs. No, I was doing a lot more writing work and stuff, which was hmm. a blessing. But yeah, I, I, the idea of doing comedy into a camera uh, with nobody present really didn't, yeah, I I really couldn't get get to turn. But uh, no no disrespect to anybody that did it. There were some really amazing ones, but I don't think I would have been good at them personally. So I just refrained from doing them. Yeah. So have you found getting back into the swing of things? I haven't, I haven't. uh, My first gig was yesterday on Mock the Week, which was weird. Like, (laughs) I've been on stage in like six seven months god yeah so yeah go, first gig back on national telly was certainly an experience but um yeah it's i mean look it's all right i, I just think i've got that same thing that everybody has that bit of social anxiety about yes oh, i just want to like do you know what it is right i'm just remembering how expensive things are <laughs> like you just go out and it's just like wait 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 why, why is the chips that expensive what like Hold on, a pizza's about 14 quid. Nah, nah, nah. I've been dying to get out. And it's like the first, like that weekend, I was like, oh, life is too expensive. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Pizza's everywhere. Eating out. Drinks are expensive. I'm like, what, do they always cost this much? Or? And then when you're out, when you're out, you're just like, you know what? Fuck this. And then you just do it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, you just pay for it. You end up paying for it. And then you look back at it later and you're like, oh, that wasn't even worth it, you know? It's the morning after when you like, Look at all the transactions on your phone, and you're like, "What?" No, well, you're gonna call the bank up and go, "I think I'm cloned or something." That yeah. wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you found uh, is the energy different? Are people more excited? Like, I just feel like everyone's a little bit more optimistic in everything. I mean, to be fair, I've I've heard like a few comics saying that they've had like rowdy audiences and stuff, and I think people have just forgotten how to act. <laughs> yeah. I did think that we need to be retrained because I'm not quite sure what etiquette is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In public anymore. But also, I just don't think, um, <laughs> I don't think if you're dying to get out and party, the first thing you should do is go to a comedy show. Like, <laughs> like if you want to see your mates, go to a pub or something. Like, comedy yeah. show is good for you. But yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's just great seeing people back to normal. It's great seeing people out and about and hanging mm. out with each other and stuff. I mean, I, I, I like, a year and a half inside is just not good for anybody's mental health. And no. Now that the weather's perking up again, I can't. I can't wait to see like what we like. It feels like we've lost two years of our lives. So I've definitely lost two years of my life. Yeah. My birthday uh, was the day after the first lockdown. So yeah, I've yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I had two lockdown birthdays as well. So I went in at twenty nine, came out at thirty one. Like it's, it's just so yeah. unfair. It's not like yeah. they get to freeze that. You know, you've no, lost. Exactly. The time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I need to make up for lost time essentially. For sure. What other projects are you working on at the moment? I've, do you know what? Like, I'm, I've got a tour coming up in the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got a couple of things in development. But uh, you know what it's like with TV and stuff. Like, things, things can be in development forever. But we'll see how things go, man. Just like, yeah. bits and pieces, a couple of TV appearances here and there. And that's it, really, yeah. Do you prefer 
TV appearances to live gigs or vice versa? It's just a different thing, to be honest with you. Like, live, live comedies, uh, it's amazing when you've got, like, an idea and you can say what you want um, and, do you know what I mean? Like, you've got an idea and you work on it and it makes people laugh, which is great. Mm. Um, with a lot of TV, for example, you don't really have control of what gets put in what doesn't get put in and stuff so it's a bit different in that respect and it's not instant feedback it's more mm. like people seeing it six months down the line going oh you were really funny on la 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 and you're like yeah. oh, oh i forgot about that yeah, you um yeah yeah exactly so yeah it's just a different thing i enjoy all of it to be fair like i, I think it's a very privileged position to be in so i'd be very disrespectful to be like nah it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's your opinion um, no nah, yeah. it's, it's it's great like i mean Listen, it beats working a day job, so... 100%. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You are winning. Yeah. Um, so who are your comedy inspirations? Um, mainly Americans. Um, so, like, I used to love watching Eddie Murphy, um, Chappelle, Bill mm. Burr uh, in, in recent years. Uh, he's been a massive, like... like I, I just like He's probably one comedian, or probably the only comedian, I'd say, bar... Dave Chappelle, who I run to for us when they got a new special out. Yeah. I just, yeah, he's, he's, he's phenomenal. Um, and then if we're talking about the UK, I think Kevin Bridges is probably the best talent we've produced in this, on this side of the shores. Okay. Forever, yeah. It's always, yeah, you, you kind of get some of the same people, but also it's nice to hear the new names or like what inspires people. So it's really nice to... Yeah, like, I mean... For, when I was younger, it was a lot of Chris Rock and stuff, but yeah, like Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock, Chappelle, mm. and Bill Burr, probably I'd say the four that, yeah, yeah, like that made me go, yeah, that's that's where I want to be at. Cool. And before we get into your very amazing film choice that you chose, what films did you love watching growing up? Do you know what? I used to watch a lot of like um, Jean Claude Van Damme and Arnold Schwarzenegger films, that kind of stuff, Karate Kid. Um, Disney films, I, I, Lion King. I think I watched Lion King a hundred times. Uh, <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah, Pocahontas. Oh, that's that's new. Oh, I haven't heard oh, a guy oh. say Pocahontas. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I watched Pocahontas, The Hundred and One Dalmatians. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of the Disney films. To be fair, Toy Story and all of that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, a lot of the other films as well. Like, like I was saying, like the, the action films. A lot of the action films of the eighties and nineties. Do you have an older sibling? Because that's no, why no, no. I'm... Oh, you just off your own back? Yeah, just... well, my, my, my dad wouldn't mind watch, oh, okay. watch it. So he'd be like, oh, it's an Arnold film. Do you want to watch it? And we'd be like, yeah. yeah. And they were fun with you, all the violence and everything. Well, I mean, they came from a place where violence was happening in real life. So seeing okay. it on, on TV was, yeah, it's whatever. It's entertainment. I think... <laughs> Like we turned out fine. Look at me now. <laughs> fine, we're okay for now. Yeah, so, like I didn't, I didn't go out sh stabbing anyone or killing anyone. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it it was. I think to them it was just entertainment in it. So it was like, yeah, why not watch it, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, the Rocky films as well. Yeah. Like, because I had an older brother, he would just obviously control the telly, so we could only watch whatever he watched, and he yeah. was obsessed with those type of like action movies and like muscly men and very macho yeah man so, come on man like there's yeah what a muscly man you know like i mean i went complaining <laughs> i was like okay fine <laughs> don't let anybody tell you any different i know these days, <laughs> like some people take the mick out of people that work out but honestly like yeah there's nothing wrong with those guys all right 
no problem over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we go into your movie, do you want to share your social media handles for people to find? Everything you? is K-A-E-K-U-R-D. Go on K-Curd everywhere. TikTok. The only nice place that's probably not is like Tinder and Bumble and that, but everywhere oh. else is Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Black Ink Cinema is all about celebrating all things Black Cinema. And you chose one of my favourite Eddie Murphy movies, which we screened actually last year in life. And yeah. for those of you who haven't seen it, it's about two kind of guys who are pushed together who get stitched up on a murder and end up doing life in prison um, yeah. and it just takes them on that journey and kind of lost them in relationship that they have and bickering relationship as well all at the same yeah. time yeah. um so why did you choose life do you know what it's one of those films that i just go like if if i can't find anything to watch i'll go back to it you know you know you yeah. always have a comfort sort of film where it's yeah. like it's an easy watch um it's got moments where where it's funny really funny it's got moments where it makes you a little sad it has you reflecting on certain things and then mm. it's got moments like it's, a, it's an actual story as well and it gets you're engrossed in it as well so yeah um yeah and and and, and you know what it, it it doesn't have any unnecessary sex scenes in it and stuff like nowadays you'll be watching like a <laughs> series or, or a film and it's just like Oh, like 30 minutes in it's like yeah we could do this but first let's start banging each other on the table and you're like whoa whoa, whoa 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 what does this add to the plot yeah um yeah so <laughs> it doesn't have any of that no um but yeah it's just it's just like martin lawrence and, and eddie murphy probably two of the best comic actors of their generation yeah um and 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 the storyline is 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 it's brilliant it, like i said it goes up and down it takes you on different things and you've got like the legendary bernie mac in it yeah the cast is insane and yeah. i have to say like you even though for a film that's filled of like misfortune and trauma eddie's got such a good way of like he has the ability of bringing humor to even the like the saddest moments well yeah and yeah 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 especially like i used to even but i i just think eddie murphy was just one of those naturally funny people like i i remember watching um do you ever watch beverly hills cop did i that's my film like those oh, yeah. even three okay that's how bad i am like yeah but remember, i think it was beverly hills cop too where they were like i smell pork in here i used yeah. to be muslim i like wakba like and all of that sort of stuff like yeah like, you were like that's eddie murphy man that's not even 100 percent. no one wrote that's, that yeah that's natural like nobody wrote that in there like yeah that was like something that they probably improved and they were like mm -hmm. yeah keep that in there that's great kind of thing um and and i think like he's able to make those moments in the film like there's bits in the film where you look at it and you're like yeah i mean i can't imagine any other actor playing that that role it was, it was one of the and then both of them they they made the role their, their own i think it's mm. uh, it's such it's a, it's a great duo, I, yeah i prefer that duo to him and will smith Ooh. you're hurting my heart there a little bit i've got to say i why, love why, bad why? boys why, like, why? bad boys is my movie like one of bad boys free yeah, I did. Exactly, there you we're not, go. We're not going to talk about that. That doesn't really, that doesn't exist. Like, that didn't happen. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. When like, you watch Bad Boys 3, you sort of, it sort of, like, desecrates the legacy, doesn't it? So, yeah. 100%, and I'm still yeah. mad at everyone involved for doing yeah. that to me. Um, 
But no, I think both pairs are different. I will save this argument for another time, but yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think, I think this partnership is a better one than um, Will Smith and um, Martin. Um, I think, I think, I think there's just something naturally funny about Eddie Murphy that no one can replicate. There's nobody yeah. out there that can replicate it. It's, um, it's, just, yeah, he's, he's one of a kind, man. He's truly one of. A, I, I remember I was watching an interview with him and Arsenio Hall recently, mm. um, with Kevin Hart and. Um, no, I was listening to it, sorry. And um, he was, um, they were talking about lockdown and gigging in car parks and stuff, yes. like doing outdoor gigs. And um, Arsenio Hall was like, oh, I'm, I was going to do a couple. He's like, oh, Eddie, are you going to do, do a couple? And Eddie looked at him and he's like, I'm Eddie motherfucking Murphy. I'm not going to gig in a car park. You motherfucker, I haven't done stand up in over 30 years. And you think I'm a first gig, I'm going to come back and do your motherfucking car park. I'm Eddie Murphy. And I was just laughing my head off. It's just like something, him just answering a question can be made. Like, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I like how Eddie was like the hustler, like very cool, snazzy one. And Martin was like grumpy duo. And it was, I think a lot of people kind of based a duo, a buddy duo on a lot of films like that. Like you always have one that's like a bit more slick and then you have like the nerdy one. And it's funny because Martin played that one. Well, it, well, I mean, is I mean, he sort of plays that in Bad Boys as well, doesn't he? Yes. He sort of yes. plays that grumpy role as well, but it's better than the um than what they used to do when they get the like the the black guy being the cool guy and then get some white guy going, "Hey, man, can you teach me how to dance?" Oh, God, I really like this black really girl. Going there. You're really <laughs> going. <laughs> do you do you remember that trash that they used to sell us for a oh, while? Like, oh my like, God! Like <sighs> they'll be like, "Hey, man." I, there's this black girl I really like. Like, man, you ain't got no rhythm, man. That's why you ain't, you need to move like this. And then they'll be it like was, this. I think it was a '90s thing, but I there's people that have said stuff like that to me now in like recent years. So. Yeah, because they grew up watching them films. <laughs> it's like this is not okay. Yeah, I'm not going to teach you how to doggy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the that's the thing. I think like you'd have think you'd have thought after save save the last dance and. All those Channing Tatum and Jessica Alba films where they were dancing, people would stop doing that. But uh, regardless, like I think, I think, yeah, um, I think Martin Martin's great at that role. I think, I think, to be fair, watching him in Bad Boys Three, I was like, there's not a lot of acting involved in this, is it? This is just you're just grumpy now, isn't it? It was just painful, honestly. It really upset me, and I try not to talk about it because. They uh, do you know are what? Do you know what? Yeah, I I I respect Martin Lawrence so much, but. While he was doing the press for that last film, I was just like, this looks like a man that's totally given up. <laughs> he's at the end, you know? He always just like, no, 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 I don't even think he's at the end. I just think he's just like, I'm rich, man. Why am I doing this? Do you, yeah. know, do you know when, like, we're like, you, you... <laughs> I, I've never gotten to that level, but I think, I think it's one of those ones where, you know when you want to call in sick to work? But I, I, imagine, I imagine that's what it's like being rich and you don't need to work. You just want to call in sick for everything. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, why am I doing this? Yeah, he was. Or like just... when you've got two weeks left at a job, and you're just like, oof, don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Once you've handed in your notice, but yeah, it's like he had the glasses on, and he was just like, yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, that will do all the talking. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just yeah, you do this now. The only people sort of to um, really master that duo. Um, in comedy films recently has probably been Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. 
and their chemistry comes along in in their interviews more so but i'm not really a massive fan of the films that they've made together i hate them like i jumanji upset me growing up on jumanji original the original jumanji was was sublime yeah it's just one of the best like just leave it you know you don't need to and it was just i sometimes feel like kevin is just playing kevin and there's nothing wrong with that as long as it's funny yeah but not in every film yeah but like (laughs) Like, this this is what i get annoyed when when people say certain things right what are you expecting in it like it's like when people it's like when people watch the fast and furious films and go yeah but it's ridiculous it's like bro order mcdonald's you don't you don't complain that it's not michelin star food in it you go this is mcdonald's it's 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 doing what i what i want it to for the time being so when you watch fast and furious films when you watch kevin hart films or whatever you're, you're watching it for a purpose. I'm not watching a Kevin Hart film to, to get Oscar-nominated storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Want... I, and I totally agree with you. Yeah, brilliant. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm, just, I'm just not... And it's funny because, like, The Rock, sorry, is more... He's kind of himself in all of his movies. Like, he's playing this muscly, like, cool guy, just saves the day, gets the girl. But, like, I would rather watch a film with The Rock in it than one with kevin hart that's just that's my humble opinion okay 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 well i mean <laughs> I think they do the duo thing well I, I'm, I'm talking about people in recent years I, I can't think of another duo that have probably done it um i love a thing i love a thing adam get on it let's hear some duos and we will we'll go yeah, back I can't, I can't, like if, if you can find a they don't really make films like that anymore do they yeah no i hear what you're saying like the Lethal Weapons and all of those type of movies. I mean, unless they start remaking. Mm, I don't like remakes. <laughs> Please don't. Um, but actually, considering how the film's about Eddie and Martin spending 60 years in prison together, yeah. if you had to pick one other comedian to spend 60 years in prison with, who there, would there, isn't, there isn't a single <laughs> There isn't a single soul in comedy that I'll spend that long with. No? Oh, okay, maybe just in general. Would they be someone that you can tolerate for that long? No. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is why I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't think you should be spending that long with anybody. Jesus Christ. Like, that is, that is 60 years is a long time. Even, yeah. even throughout the film, there goes, I swear there's like a 30-year span where they don't talk to each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that goes to show like there is no one you can spend that length of time with. There was other people they were talking to during that time. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. They were there and spent the same amount of time, I guess, but it was about their friendship. Yeah, their their friendship it, it like it got ruined halfway through. So mm. they start talking to each other until um he uh he had to get a gun he had to point a gun at him and shoot him for Yeah, Martin. Um, yeah, for Martin Martin yeah. ran to eat the pie. Yes. Yeah, and then um, got triggered. Yeah, he got like he was like. Sometimes there's a thought, a memory, or even a smell that <laughs> takes you back to the time. And then he ran for the pie, and he was like, "Ah, all you gotta do is shooting, and that oh, I, I walked you out right outside of this <laughs> myself." And he's just like, "Boss, you don't want to give that to me." Yeah. Because I probably shoot you with it. I love the fact you know it word for word. It's giving me so much life. Yeah, and then he goes. Uh, that wasn't the answer I was looking for. And then <laughs> you just see them both on the bottles and whatever. And then they make up and it's quite... Yeah, and he's just like, 
I'm sorry about your mama. I'm yeah. sorry about your papa kind of thing. And it's just like... Even though she died five years ago, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, my, one of my funniest bits in that film is um, where... Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm, one of them's like, I got this letter. Can you read it for me? Yes, that is one of my favourite scenes. Jagalek. Jagalek. Yeah, the other guy gets him to read it. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, can you read this for me? And then it's just like, oh yeah, your auntie did, your mama did, oh, and and your brother, oh, he did, kind of thing. And then anybody else want me to read a letter from? No, 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 no. (laughs) No, thank you. We don't want any bad news. And even the way Eddie reads that letter is so brilliantly done. Like he just keeps, it's so natural. And he doesn't really feel like he's like reading or something, but he just seems so natural. And that's why it's so funny. 100%. Um, (laughs) The bit, the bit in the um, canteen with the cornbread. (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. That's actually, that's actually (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm fighting everyone for my food. Like I take my food very serious. So What, in prison or just in general? Just in general. In prison. I won't even last a day in prison. I'm not even going to front for anyone. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I was going to say many people have said that and then they get there. No. I would (laughs) definitely get someone. And then they're looking at them like, you don't (laughs) want potatoes, do you, bruv? And then, no, I didn't. No, no, no. Take it, eat it, have have everything. No carbs. No carbs before, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Before I come out, it's fine. I'm just going to, you yeah, can yeah, have yeah. it all. But yeah, there's just so many scenes in there. My my favorite scene is what well, well, there's so many favorite scenes in there, but there was another one with um where he's describing um his nightclub, Ray's Boom Boom Room. Oh, that was such a nice scene actually. How everyone kind of got on board as well. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then everyone's getting on board and he's like, Shut the fuck up, man. Ain't nobody trying to hear that shit. <laughs> yeah, always, <laughs> always grumpy, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course they've got such a great support supporting cast in there did you who were your favorites or did you have any um to be fair like it's, it was it's 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 always great seeing um uh bernie mac mm. but, um because you, you don't see him in a you, i mean r.i.p but you don't, we didn't see him in a lot of films yeah so but he played that role so well yeah, believe, yeah, believe. i I have to say, like, every time I watch it, I cry and laugh all at the same time because he just plays it so brilliantly. And, yeah, he's just fantastic. Yeah, so facial exp- he, his eyes were very expressive. <laughs> yeah. he a lot with his eyes. Um, Even the little subtle body movements that he would do that would just imply something. Yeah. Um, but, the, but, but, I mean, even when he was playing that character, it was obviously a comic character that they've got. But the fact that um, he obviously had a relationship with another man yeah biscuit yeah and then he's when he runs and he's shot and you see the emotions that he has towards yeah he's run he's he's walking towards the body and and you can tell he's quite emotional and to like it's don't get me wrong it's one thing for an actor to play an emotional scene but it's another thing for an actor to play a scene like that when Mm. they're playing that sort of character that's yeah for some sort of comic effect I definitely like feel like they handled that gay relationship really well. Like you could see, it wasn't like overtly, wasn't over the top, but they were able to show like the emotion and the fact that Biscuit couldn't imagine a life outside of here. Like he wouldn't probably know what to do with himself, so he'd rather commit suicide essentially than yeah, 100%, go out. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Well, I mean, it, it, things like that like are so prevalent 
still to this day in our society mm. where, there's, where there's a lot of people that um because they become so accustomed to prison life and yeah and life that sort of system that um we're well, i mean this is another this is turned into a whole different podcast but <laughs> it's all right well instead of instead of actually reforming people mm. we're, we're just punishing them yeah, um, yeah. so so you you're not getting any sort of rehabilitation and you're not providing or equipping people with the skills that they need mm. when they come out. Um, so they end up just learning how to survive, which is a very um, dark place to be in. And, and, and you could tell that with that, like the, the anxiety isn't, it's, it's not even just anxiety, it's terror at the fact yeah. that if I come out of here, what the hell am I going to do? Like, yeah. Um, and it's, it, it, I mean, in that scene where, um, uh, Martin Lawrence's character has to drive the uh, uh, prison warden um, to the to the train station to pick up. Yeah, him. yeah. He's just looking around at how much life has changed, and he's seeing people with like different hairstyles and different like. Do you know what I mean the world? Yeah, the times moved so far ahead. 100%. Like, and he's just been standing still. Exactly, and, and I don't realize it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, we we were talking earlier about how mad it is for us like during lockdown where we feel like we've been robbed of a couple years ago yeah. while we've still access to that or a phone a lot of the time so they're just sort of just yeah it's, it's, it's a it's a much weirder place to be in but we're we're i mean it, it, it's interesting the um the periods it takes you through there as well in that film where to begin with they're essentially just you know uh slave labor what, yeah what, yeah which is what they sort of t- like how they sort of treated it treated it um and then like moving forward at how like the prison systems change but not mm. change anyway <laughs> but, yeah i mean but how yeah. it changes throughout throughout time in that film as well i think they did that in a really nice way as well yeah no for real and they were able to add some history elements in there so you can yeah. see the the moving of the times and i've that part was like really, it broke my heart when like Martin Lawrence is having a bit of a dramatic moment, um, looking in the mirror, seeing how old he's actually got. Cause you probably think there's no mirrors in prison, I'm guessing there. So he hasn't actually seen how he's aged and um, it's the seventies. So things are wild, you know, <laughs> it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like even, even the, the bit with um, Can't Get Right. Yes. Yeah, what they're trying to, Can't Get Right. Yeah, yeah, I love that name. Right. Uh, where, where he's um, obviously at the time they mm. they didn't have uh, mixed baseball leagues. Yes, and I think I think in that one it's they're just starting to, or I think he was just getting into a black baseball league or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it, it's um, it's mad that you you know you start thinking about that as well. You're like, oh, crap, like they weren't even yeah stats. Like the stats they were putting up weren't even considered, kind of thing, and it's just, yeah, it's mental. But like, again, how if you were, if you're good at a sport, um, you get a bligh. You get a bligh in a lot of things in life, but also, it is. It, I thought I think it was also quite symbolic in the fact that often what we hear is that um, for a black man in America, the only way out is either music or sports. Yeah. But if I can't get right, like quite literally, his way out was through sports. Like, yeah, yeah. And he's the exception. Yeah, he couldn't speak. Mm. He couldn't speak, but due to the fact he had this unbelievable talent, he was able to get out and people worked for him to get out. Yeah, yeah. He also provided and us with one of the best moments in, the, in that film as well. 
yes, he did. Um, I have to say the film does tackle race quite well with a mix of humour. Like it doesn't feel as heavy as, you know, some like race related movies. It's set in the deep yeah. south in the 30s. You know, they, they are set up they're made to go to prison for something they didn't do absolutely innocent i'm very yeah. sure there's millions of people that that's well, it's subtlety isn't it it's subtlety. yeah and that, that's that's where that's where i think the a lot of uh, you you get a lot of success in a lot of different things it, it, it's it's like learning by stealth mm. you see where i'm coming from and um and i think that was amazing even but even the way they made it like the characters at the beginning that catch him they're like very like what's going on here <laughs> like just very like slack jordy ocals yeah 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 from whereas you know it's not like like you said in other like sort of very um serious films where it'll be like n-word n-word yeah do you know what i mean and like they they didn't sort of do like you just say oh gosh okay they're racist oh this oh this is unfortunate kind of thing but even the fact that he wanted a night with a woman and do you know i mean all of that sort of stuff it's just Mm. yeah I, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, it's just such an easy watch. But like, like you said, you learn in it as well, so it's great. Yeah. Do you think humor is a good way to uh, explore race or talk about racism? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But just not done in a lazy way. Yeah, yeah. No, one hundred. And I think a story like that could be retold now, and you wouldn't have to change much because uh, there's a lot of places. I mean, you but, know. I mean, listen. We were saying none of us like remakes. Please do not remake this film. Oh, and I am not advocating for the that. The last thing I need is a Marlon <laughs> Wayans remake of this. No, no, I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> I'm just saying if that story was to be told again, yeah. it wouldn't. There wouldn't, you know, no time has really passed in the sense of that not much has really changed. Yeah. So. Well, that film was uh, made in 1999. Nin- yes. Yeah, 1999. So. Mm. Um, yeah, it's 21 years old now. Yeah. Well, 22, sorry, yeah. And I think it's actually aged quite well, considering. There's some films from the 90s, some shows from the 90s that haven't aged well. Oh, yeah. Quite well. I mean, I think, I think the, 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 because that's because it's looking back at history. So, mm. you know, there's not like a lot of references that they're making to anything in that particular time. And I don't think, and I think they're very clever with the way there's, um, it's not making any social commentary on you know, the nineties or anything like that. It's more just, yeah. And I, and I, I also think, you know, a lot of, a lot of old films that uh, haven't stood the test of time were just poorly written. Mm, lazy. Yeah. That's what it was. There were, a lot of them were poorly written. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I love that film, man. And even the, the villains in the film, like Sergeant Willard, who is the baddie, but even at the end when he's like, getting them shipped out to the house you see him get a bit emotional and even that was a bit like you spend this much time with people you will and have guys on a toilet seat the, n- no the oh, um the oh, guy in the, about the actual yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah sorry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah he 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 of course like he's i mean that's all he knows in it he knows these people and i think you do build a relationship with with um with them and it it must it must be you know it must have been a weird dynamic but yeah yeah he's he's grown with them as well you can see how he's aged while they've aged yeah i hate the um the uncle tom he's already you've always got to have one of those you know his right hand man who who was actually a prisoner but was allowed to carry a gun and like did all his like labor and repeated every single word that he said yeah yeah. you do get those but 
yeah, he just that character. Well, yeah, I mean, I'd rather him. He his one was a lot more funny than um, Samuel L. Jackson in um. Yes. <laughs> what film was that? Was uh, uh, Django, wasn't it? Was it Django with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, Django. Oh, yeah. Django. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. Sam J. You played that part too well, actually. Yeah, because you started believing it. Like, <laughs> I was like really hating this guy. Yeah. Also, Eddie Murphy's got a thing, and maybe Martin actually, of like doing the makeup thing. They do the aging thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite well as well. Um, Eddie's done it like through so many different films. Like, yes, people don't understand. Like, even in Coming to America, I don't know if you watch Coming to America too. Yeah. Um, also, I watched it. Yeah. That whole film was just like, remember the first one? That was basically that whole film. That was just like... I just felt like it was a, a, a party with friends. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, that's what like they should have done for the Friends reunion. You know I, mean? <laughs> oh, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, don't. Um, oh. it, it was essentially, yeah, hey man, remember the first film? That was a good film, wasn't it? But anyway, <laughs> even in, um, in that, like, when he dresses up as the old Jewish men and... Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, and then he goes into the barbershop and it's just like, all the barbershop characters are him. Um, Natty Professor. Yeah. Like if you look at the credits in Natty Professor. bit and all of that stuff. But yeah, if you look at the credits in Natty Professor, just look at how many characters he plays. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like you just see it goes, played by Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Eddie. It is, I mean, it's great. Um, it, it, it's, it, I mean, it's one way to like, Cut get costs. paid more for your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, he he he's been doing that for ages, and even in this film, like once you see them age, mm. I don't even think. Listen, that I I I prefer when they age up characters like that with makeup. Yes, the bad CGI jobs they do, like in The Irishman. Oh in right. Too. Yeah. And the um, CGI to make them look younger and stuff as well. Like the reason it annoyed me with The Irishman is because you've made De Niro look younger. Yeah. And he's moving like a. 70 year old oh, no. man. <laughs> so it's like this is this is just doesn't like you can't substitute for movement and yeah. another reason that, that annoyed me was the whole reason we know about De Niro is he played the, the younger version of Marlon Brando in The Godfather mm. right yeah, yeah. so why not just get a younger I, I agree with you I don't know why they're the doing younger, that do you know what I mean it's just, yeah yeah just give somebody else their big break, like yeah. your big break. Exactly. Your, like rather than that's one of my that was one of my negatives about that film. So I was just like, you guys stop it. Like just hire a younger person. Yeah. Like, spending all that money on CGI. Imagine like, Marlon Brando's younger character. <laughs> like it had just been awful. So yeah, they, that was what annoyed me about it. But yeah, it, like when they when they age them up, it's much mm. easier because you yes. can move like an old. When you've got like, <laughs> when you've got like the full capability of moving your limbs how you want to, yeah, very easy to slow them down. Whereas when it, when you start when you start getting back pains and arthritis and stuff, you can't move like you used to, man. No, not at all. And it does like they did that job so well of like playing grumpy grandparents as you want to call it and like because they just reminded me of literally all the old people i know like yeah all yeah, do yeah. Is moan and whinge yeah yeah it's just like yeah it was just it was brilliant i like the scene where they're playing baseball when they're at the baseball match at the end 
That was quite nice, wasn't it? And then, like, by the time they get up for the Mexican wave, it's really <laughs> the wave is long gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're just they're just happy to be out, which is amazing. Yeah. And I think that's why I don't mind watching life over and over again like yourself like it's one of yeah. my go-to films because it has a happy ending even though it was like there was a lot of shit in the middle and a lot of trauma and heartache actually they got out i well, mean there might be a hundred a story about never giving up yes Just, yeah. like there have been so many people in their position that have been like yeah Oh man, this is it. I'm gonna die in here, kind of. Which I, probably times they did. We're gonna do the hot bar room. You know that bit when um, that the guy does die room. on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I was like, these guys can't catch a break. It's well, like, yeah, but that's it. But it, but it's very. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's so many lessons to be learned from that film, and I, and I, it's like, is that they find a way to escape when they're like, you'd think, you know, on on, Even the, up. on the last stretch, kind of. Yeah. Thing, but, they finally find one plan that works and, 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 and they get it over and over. But um, someone once said to me, life's like a game of snakes and ladders. It's just about how many times you're willing to throw the dice. Oof. So, okay. yeah, like the, essentially nobody really loses in snakes and ladders. Yeah. It's just, you know, Getting back if, up. if you get as many goes as you want, like you can go all the way up. So yeah, they, they prove that. I will take that away with me as well now go i'll say one time i was talking to Kay, and, <laughs> and it stuck with me i wish i was that wise to be fair to have come up with it fine yeah. i'll just say you said it it's all right Give me <laughs> the props. um i know you mentioned that you preferred this couple um eddie and martin over martin and will but where do you rank this in all of like martin lawrence's performances i'd say this is probably one of his best films to be fair Mm. Like if you, I mean, you're going against that Robin Hood film, and Blue Streak. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I, I like that Robin Hood film, though. You know which one I'm talking about. I swear it's that Robin Hood where he goes back in time, or it's a Knight's Tale, or something. oh, the Knight, the Black Knight. Yeah, it's something like that, isn't it? And it had to be called the Black Knight as well. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, that or Blue Streak and the Bad Boy films. I reckon. Mm. Do you know what? As much as I love Bad Boys 1 and 2, I can't watch Bad Boy 1 like as much as I can watch it life. Okay. See, how you watch life is how I watch Bad Boy 1. I prefer Bad Boys 2, you know. I, it's, it's a bit more exciting because there's so much more like guns and car chases and blah, blah. So it, it like... I can have to focus. Yeah, but also, like, I, f I feel like the characters were already established. Mm. And they were able to have a lot more fun with it. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Like, even the scene where um, I just came out of prison. <laughs> and I ain't going back when he's got a gun around and he's waving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're talking about when his daughter comes to the door, like, his daughter's um, boyfriend. Boyfriend comes to the door, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, yeah. <laughs> Reggie, you like you ever you ever smoke drugs or <laughs> you think you know, kind of thing? Keep Move, it that way. Bitch, get out the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know, um, I know it all as well. Like that's my word for word. Yeah, but I I feel like Bad Boys Two is a much better film than Bad Boys One. Like <laughs> that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's probably my unpopular opinion. So for me, if it, if we're ranking Martin Lawrence films, it go Life, then Bad Boys Two, and Bad Boys One. 
Yeah, no, that's a that's a good ranking. I, it's bad that I can't remember any other films that Martin Lawrence has been in apart from those five. What about Eddie Murphy? Um, where do you where do you rank this in his filmology? This is so hard, man. Mm. Because Eddie's got classics, man. You're you're talking about Trading Places. Yeah. Boomerang. Yes. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop one and two. Absolutely. Uh, Nighty Professor one and two. Yeah. Um. Coming to America. Uh. Of course. Nah, man. There's loads. I think this is separate to like Eddie Murphy films. Yeah, like this is an entity in its own where like you have to put with like who you who he's been paired up with in films. If you're gonna go, was it Dan Aykroyd that he did Trading Places with? Yes. Yeah. So like, if you're doing it like that, who he's done a film with as a duo? Yeah. That's how you'd have to rank this because if you're just doing it on individual Eddie films. Yeah. It's yeah. You're not you're not getting far with this one. Too difficult. I reckon the, the reason Martin never made as many great films is because he had one of the best sitcoms in America for ages. Yes. So I, and I and I and I don't think people on a, on this side of the um, the pond really understand. Like Martin Lawrence's sitcom was huge. Martin, it was great. Yeah, and how and how huge Martin actually was in America at that time. Yeah. If you think about him, he was the host of Def Comedy Jam. Mm. He would. At the height of his success, like there was nobody bigger. Like even yeah. when, you talk, when you when you hear comedians on podcasts now talk about like they're like when Martin Lawrence would come into a room where you had to follow Martin Lawrence at a, a club, it was just it was impossible. Like there was just you couldn't do it. So I think that's probably why. And when I say like he's done, like now when I say that, it's like the guy did everything. He's done everything. 30s. Yeah. Like it's. It's what when people talk about Eddie Murphy and go, why doesn't he do stand up, bro? He was doing arenas at twenty two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people don't quite realize how much he like packed in in such a short period of time. Can you imagine trying to do what you did in the six in your sixties when you yeah, were yeah yeah yeah. It's just like, bro, I did that when I was twenty two, bro. Like I don't. You want me to do that when I'm at OAP? Like it's. <laughs> I don't like doing it's things. Time to I slow do. down. I'm thirty one and I don't like doing the stuff I was doing at twenty two. So. <laughs> I'm still recovering from the bank holiday, okay? Yeah, I'm still, still like... from. So I don't blame them, man. Like they, they, they did what they had to do, and they, and they got out of the way. Yeah, for sure. So considering that both of them have got quite a good catalogue of movies, I wanted to do a quick fire round with you okay. and ask you your favourites in different genres. Okay. And so we'll start off with the drama. Um, which is your favourite drama film of Eddie's? I don't think Martin's done that many, so I'll say Eddie. Yeah, it'd probably be Eddie, to be fair. But, I, I mean, has Eddie done much drama? I think Beverly Hills Cop was the closest you'd probably get to drama. Is that just a comedy action? I mean, he's done that Mr. Church, Dream Girls, Dolomite's My Name. Oh, Those Dolomite. Movies. How could I forget Dolomite? Yeah. Dolomite's comedy as well, though, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's... There's nothing really in here that you go, oh, that was... I mean, it's not exactly the Peaky Blinders, is it? No. <laughs> no. Not exactly the Peaky Blinders. But there's some really great performances. Yeah. No, 100%. I mean, I've never watched Dreamgirls, but... Yeah. Oh, see, he's really good. I mean, great. He's singing in it and everything. But this it's a proper dramatic movie. You know what? People don't understand. Eddie can sing, man. Oh, yeah. Red light. <laughs> What's it? No, red light. 
Stop right there where you are. Come on. Yeah, he's no, he's got bars. He's got and bars. Snoop Dogg comes in when he was Snoop Lion. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And that was a bad boy film. It was so I really enjoyed Dynamite, honestly. Um, what about favorite action movies for either Eddie or Martin? I think they've got quite a few. Well, I mean, Martin wins, isn't it? Bad Boys. Yes, yes. I mean, but Beverly Hills. Nah, man. Bad Boys. No? Bad Boys. Bad Boys 2, the scene where um, he's got the, um, was it the Lamborghini or whatever? No, but it's a sports car, isn't it? And then he goes, when he does, when he's like drifting with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man. That's that. You you don't get that in Beverly Hills Cop. I know, but like, come on. Like, yeah, Beverly no, Hills Cop 2 like, is like fire. There was just so it much. Is, it is, but Bad Boys 2, you, if, if they both came on now, you're watching Bad Boys 2. Oh, depends. Depends on my night. I, I used <laughs> to have um, Beverly Hills Cop as my ringtone. Oh, it's, it's one of the best and, things. And, like, and, and, brilliant. Yeah. It brings me so much joy just hearing that. Um, there are a few other classics, 48 Hours, Metro. I mean, we mentioned Blue Streak and National Security, but yeah, what yeah. about family slash comedy movies? Your favourite for Eddie and your favourite for Martin? Um, probably Doctor Doolittle, or what was that film where um, Eddie Murphy had to be very careful with his words? Otherwise, thousand, was it the Thousand Words one? Yeah. Really, this, you like that? Where there was this tree in his gun. <laughs> <laughs> You're lying. You're actually lying. I can't. You're lying. That has to be for me one of his worst movies. Listen, it was so bad. It was. That was. Good. I was gonna say. Oh, we were not. We were. No, gonna... it was so bad. It was good. Like just <laughs> you know when you're like, this is awful, but is I I I'm still watching and I and I yeah I, I think probably Doctor Doolittle is a family friendly one. Yeah. I think I think Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. I think for me it would probably be Night Professor just because it reminded me of a time. It's very nostalgic. Um, yeah, I, but I feel like there's bits in it that I wouldn't let kids watch in that impressor. Most definitely, maybe not supposed to watch it then. But I'm, I'm sure yeah, I watched but, that in a cinema. Like, but but that's what I'm saying. I mean, listen, but that is, <laughs> like, but that's what I'm saying with Doctor Doolittle. I let my kids watch that. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, my kids, yeah, I'd let them watch it. And like, yeah. Um, what about Martin? What family friendly? Big Mama's House? No, I've never watched that. You've never watched it? I've never watched Big Mama's Do you know what? It never really appealed to me. I was just like, it, it was basically like, to me, I, I was like, I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Which it's, I love. Can I? That's what I'm saying. But it's just like, you're not going to top that, innit? Yeah, I mean, who's going to top Robin Williams? Do you know but what that's, I mean? that's it. Like, so the whole dressing up as an old lady comedy thing, I was like, once you've seen the best one, it's yeah. like them look terrible after it. Do you know what I mean? To and me, I like Big Mama's House one was like funny, and then after that, it just becomes a, you know, it becomes like, a Tyler Perry movie after that, isn't it? I don't do Tyler Perry. I don't, <laughs> I, everyone on this podcast knows me. I'm like, I respect him. Medea's Night Out, yeah. But I have never watched. I don't. I can't. I can't deal with those type of films, like you overly slapstick films, and not. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. But that's what I felt like Big Mama's House kind of was. I, I sort of put it in the same sort of... Okay. Okay, what about favourite rom-com? For either? Boomerang. Boomerang. 
we're showing that on friday we're showing boomerang on friday fast yeah. reading and yeah. i'm really excited boomerang is brilliant and halle berry um, they just had hot women in there they were just beautiful chris rock was the male male clerk male man yeah male yeah. guy um yeah it was just yeah it was just a brilliant brilliant film another yeah. one with martin in it he's the oh, one yeah you're right him. of course of course yeah why am i being a th- yeah yeah, yeah. For both of them, yeah, that rom com, yeah, it'll be, yeah, because when he's cooking fried chicken and that, and he's, he's <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, um, yeah, that's probably the best one that we'd get in that, in that best rom com, yeah, that it'd be, it'll be, Boomerang's a great film, man. Oh, I mean, they don't make them like they used to, I tell you that, yeah, no, <laughs> they, they don't, they don't make them like they used to, they don't, honestly. Um, that one, it was like, it was so, um, funny because it is it, is so funny how um where where memes derive from because that 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 bit where he's like holding the covers like this oh. <laughs> Eddie, that's turned into a meme now yeah yeah and people a lot of people don't even know where it's from though exactly they have exactly. no idea so there's like gen z's out there using yes. that meme, like to go uh, when she when when you say you want a relationship and she says she just wants to beat and bounce and they put that <laughs> in her, and you're like but you don't even understand like that that that's essentially the whole yeah like, even though you're doing a meme like as that but that's what the film essentially is that's that yes. scene so you don't get it they don't get it but it's like it's like they've come to the same conclusion just from that meme without yeah. watching the film and it's just like but yeah watch the film dickhead that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that is uh i i can watch that film as well another underrated movie i think and i think uh eddie does really well he's like learning a lesson well i mean it. but but this is my issue when i and and i and i it's the thing i feel like back then mm. even in this country and stuff as well we'd have a lot we were a lot better at diversity on screen i was just talking about this with my sister yeah and i and i feel like even in that it wasn't like yo it came from the streets and it do you know what i mean it was like yeah. two middle class black people yeah they both worked as ad execs etc mm-hmm. etc et like where he lived it was he had a great house and yeah yeah, you know yeah. I mean? a great apartment he was a rich guy and whatever mm-hmm. and it was yeah, there, there was a lot more variety of stories, right? And a lot more, um, you know, a lot more things would get commissioned and get made. Whereas now it's like, oh, criminal, gang. I have a weird theory. It was like, for me growing up in the 90s, I had a really good example and variation of black characters. Yeah, yeah. Maybe most of them were from America, but still... I, I was grabbing where I could, you know what I mean? I was like, I can see myself in this person and I can relate to this person and whatever. And then it became towards like the late nineties. And then I think everyone in Hollywood was like, wait, wait, what, what, what are we doing here? We need to rein it back in. And then it was just like dead silent. Like no one was getting cast. And then it's like, you, you think about out. the sitcoms, you think about the sitcoms, yeah, there was well, always a, so many. yeah, there so was, many there, there was always like, if it wasn't, um, the Cosby Show. It was Fresh Prince. It was Martin, and then so you had my wife and kids. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm, and and these were like affluent people. Like in my wife and kids, he owns a company. Do you know what I mean? But to me, just normal. Like they yeah. weren't. 
hundred percent. There was no trauma wrapped up in anything, and then they just, they were just like, having fun. They, they were, were just, just having, having fun, fun. Yeah. living life, being humans. Yeah. But that's that's my issue with it. That's what I'm saying. Like so, back then diversity was done a lot better. Whereas now mm. it's like, yo, council state, yeah, guns, crime, violence. But don't yeah. you think that's more of an agenda rather than? Because I mean, it's to spew out a particular stereotype because it's what you see. People, I think, I think it's more than just an agenda. I think it's it goes it goes into like how uh, how cinema is funded these days, right? Mm-hmm. So less and less studios are taking risks, mm-hmm. right? I've got a project. Why don't I get get X rapper and X rapper and X rapper in it? Because mm-hmm. that way I don't have to pay for promotion because mm-hmm. they'll just promote to their X number of followers mm-hmm. and whatever. But what can I get these guys to do? I know. Let's do a gangster film. Yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Do you see where I'm coming from? So it's like, yeah. rather than hiring actors and whatever, it's just much easier for me to hire a couple rappers, couple actors, and then the promotion takes care of itself because once you have that, you know that this music channel on YouTube is going to promote it. This website is going to promote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all going to ask for interviews with this rapper because he's in a film or whatever. Not necessarily just rapper, but do you see what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, a stereotype of what they... It, yeah, when you start branding it as the culture, and this is great yeah. for the culture, what happens is everybody within that culture ends up supporting and whatever. And yeah, to, exactly. Yeah, and then... And then Which it is gets, guaranteed. It becomes, a guarantee, it becomes guaranteed success, right? Mm. Whereas if you're just like, yeah, we've got this fun film or whatever, and it's just like, yeah, it's new actors or it's like a... People are just like, I do think though that um, the, as a community, we've kind of we've got the message and are taking things into our own hands and are trying to create our own content in order to kind of battle this, uh, the glass ceiling or the people at the top. Well, I mean, I think yeah, I, th- I think it's getting better in terms of things like Atlanta and um, insecure and insecure. That's that's the one I was gonna, I was trying to get. Yeah, insecure. That show. Those two. Those two are really like great shows um but yeah I just, I just feel like because th- w- w- what you get with the democrat democratization of content as well is that you often you we're not going to get those cult classics in the same way mm. so you, people are very much um happy to watch the things that they're interested in so then the appetite to fund a film where it's just happy-go-lucky or whatever Mm. Unless it's got a big name behind it, so unless The Rock wants to do a version of uh, like Boomerang, this day and age, it's not going to happen. (laughs) We're not going to get it. Uh, And if you and and it's the same reason um, all we get now in Hollywood is either remakes, yes, or superhero films because the both of them uh, play on thoughts of nostalgia. Mm. So. Mm For, for a lot of people, that's a guaranteed hit. So this generation that, or the generation before, that grew up watching comic books or cartoons about um, Iron Man, Spider-Man, yeah. Y and Z, will now pay to watch films about Spider-Man and so on. Yeah. Whereas, um, yeah, and it's the same thing with remakes. When you saw it, when you begin with, you're like, now you've probably got kids. You're like, well, I, I liked it when I watched it. Let me see if my kids were like this one. Mm-hmm. So then that's how they've decided to generate an income that's guaranteed. So the idea of having a, the last time you probably saw an original film in, in cinemas was 
it's always very few and far between. One hundred percent. Yeah, and it's it's always either a serious film that's got like a mad message behind it, or it's got a big name attached to it. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm if you're going on a serious rant. Like you I'll stay up with up, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. Sometimes we've got to be serious. We've got to speak the truth. So no need to apologize about that. But going back to life, if you had to direct people to YouTube who hadn't watched the movie to watch one scene, what scene would it be and why? There's too many. <laughs> There's too many. Um oh, I can't. Probably actually the bit where uh Ray's describing his his nightclub. Oh, that's a nice bit, yeah. Yeah, when when it starts off with them in the prison cell, and then they start, mm-hmm. you see their imagination, and it builds on and builds on from that. And I think yeah. that's a nice scene. Mm. Either that or a Wyclef Jean song, where it's going through the <laughs> through the motions. There. Yeah, I never got that like the f- like the first million times I watched it, and only when I watched it again, I was like, "That's Wycliffe. I can hear Wycliffe. I just don't know why I didn't put the two and two together in my because he wasn't shouting Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> that's, that's probably why. Um, <laughs> I think one of my scenes would be when they're all discussing what they did to get inside. And like Martin and Eddie are just making up, like they went on like a killing spree. And, uh, that's how they yeah, got it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that is a nice. Lately, scene, yeah. tell they're lying. Like you could just tell they're just like, yeah, we killed everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. That's a really nice scene as well, actually. But yeah, well, going back to the other one where he's reading the letter. Yes, that would be my another one, yeah. one yeah. because it just. <laughs> yeah. I just can't stop laughing every time I think about that scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shines. Yeah. Um, in that but that is it from me Kay you have been a pleasure thank you it's been a pleasure speak, doing this speak to someone about one of my favourite films likewise it, yeah that and, and a lot you've taken me down, down memory lane like going back to watching films like Boomerang and stuff I might that's what we're that. here for that is what we're here for that's what we like yeah. to do unless they're on um, like a streaming service I don't have a handle on but yeah yeah it's quite difficult actually because we're screening it on friday um trying to track down a dvd blu-ray dvd was a myth and you don't quite realize how old something like boomerang is it's like 1992 well i mean to me like the idea of blu-ray and dvd is old so (laughs) yeah this is this is these are the times you know that we're living in (laughs) so that's mad yeah yeah, so um, looking forward to seeing it on a cinema screen because I haven't actually seen it in that. It's always been. Where home. is that going to be? In Genesis in my land. You are more than welcome to come if you. I know you're busy, but. That's, I'm South London. South, okay. Yeah, everyone yeah, from South, South is always like, once it gets past London Bridge. This is why know. we're angry. Everybody from South is always angry because it takes us hours <laughs> to get everywhere, man. This is why we're all violent and stuff. Like, like <laughs> you see us, like. We've had to go through so. This is why we're all so like so. Like we've locked down. It's made it even worse because now it's like, what you want me to travel an hour for the fun? I'm not why gonna lie. I have to. Why is the door. fun an hour away from me? Can you not yeah. have the fun on my doorstep, please? Going to South is usually a, a trek as well. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it really. Do I have to? Is it worth it? Do I have to go? But yeah, that's what. I, but you are more than welcome to come. Thank um, you. Thank you. So, yeah, but thank you so much and good luck with everything that you're doing and hopefully we'll see you you soon. Likewise.